Welcome back to Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast. Please welcome back to the show the Queen of Comedy herself, Miss Lucille Ball, with Mr. Richard Denning in the CBS Comedy Show, My Favorite Husband. As we finish off the month of March and Women's Month with the Queen of Comedy herself. We find the Coopers once again in a drastic situation. In the first episode, in the first episode, called Absent Mindedness, one day the Coopers are heading home when. George tells Liz that they went to that house for no reason, to their friend's house, to Liz's house, for no reason. So he ends up telling Liz that if they don't go to their house till tomorrow night. And so George ends up having to remind Liz about that and the fact that she can't find her house key. So, unfortunately, George has to do the most embarrassing thing, ring the doorbell for Katie the maid to open up the door. So, George tells Liz that he's tired of her absent-mindedness, forgetting where she does things and what's going on in her life. So George takes her to a finishing school. When George leaves for his job at the bank, Liz goes to see the psychiatrist that can help her. So as the psychiatrist and her are talking, the psychiatrist remembers that he has a point a patient to see on the same road that Liz and George live on. So Liz goes to see about her car and notices that her car is not there. But what Liz's absent-mindedness has forgotten is that her husband George had dropped her off. So we go throughout the episode and Liz and George end up pinning the crown on each other saying that one person stole the other person's car. So the psychiatrist comes back with hypnosis to make Liz remember where they have the car. So he goes through the usual repeated question, but Liz is stuck on a few words that she has said previously, but unfortunately for George, his wife's absent-mindedness works in his favor, and he is released from the police's custody as he is picked up as a lone person. And in this next episode, it is called George and Liz Get Handcuffed. One day, 
your next door neighbor who has a little boy likes to play cock in a bandit. So the little boy comes over and plays with Mrs. Cooper and Mr. Cooper and tells Liz and George to bend down because he's cuffing them both to each other. So the Coopers go along with the boy's little game and the boy tells them, well, I gotta go home. So Liz reminds the little boy that he has to get them out of their cuffs. But what they don't know is that those are not the toy cuffs. Those are actual handcuffs that the little boy borrowed from his father. So Liz asks where's the key and the little boy does not know where it's at. So Liz has to call her next door neighbor and tell him where the key is. But unfortunately for both the Cougars, they end up handcuffed to each other for a whole day. George has an important client that he has to meet with his boss, Mr. Atterbury, to get a finalization on a deal that they are wanting to promote at their bank. So he has to take Liz to work with him. But unfortunately for the Coopers, their troubles don't end. Finally, the town locksmith finds them, unlocks the keys, the handcuffs, but Liz explains to the important businessman about how their day has been. She ends up cuffing them, and the man who is the locksmith is gone. I hope you guys enjoy this Lucia Ball and Mr. Richard Denny in the CBS comedy show, My Favorite Husband. And if you like the show, please comment and subscribe, guys, and enjoy the show. Thanks. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. It's the new Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O cap. Fioca puddings. Yes, sorry. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. Well, as we look in on the Coopers, it's about 10 o'clock at night, and Liz and George are just coming home. They've put the car in the garage and are walking around the house to the front door. Brother, that makes me sore. The Rickies invite us to spend the evening with them, and after we drive all the way over there, they aren't even home. Well, that's the last time we make any plans with them. Liz... Are you sure? Stop right there. I know what you're going to say. Are you sure you had the right night? 
Yes, George, I'm sure. Eight o'clock Saturday night. Oh. What's the matter? Liz, tonight is Friday night. Oh, no. So, yes, we don't go to the Rickies till tomorrow night. You mean you'd go after the way they treated us tonight? <laughs> Liz, they don't even know about it. It's your absent-mindedness that caused this. Oh, I'm sorry, George, but everybody forgets things sometimes. Granted, but do you have to make a full-time job of it? Oh, I'm not as absent-minded as you try to make out. All right. Open the door. Why don't you open it? Did you forget your key? No. You borrowed it this morning because you lost yours, remember? Oh, yeah. Well, I have it right here in my purse. I... Here, George, hold some of these while I look for it. My compact and my slip and comb and file mirror and handkerchief, handkerchief and chewing gum, gum and fountain, fountain pen, pen safety, safety pin, pin, billfold, library card, lucky dollar, sunglasses. Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's not here. I'll try the other side of my purse. Never mind. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be here all night. I'll ring the doorbell. Liz, I don't understand it. That's the fifth door key I've given you this month. What do you do with them? I give them to strange men. <laughs> well, that's a clever remark. Yes. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Cooper, you're home. Yes, Katie, our social secretary got the date wrong. So I made a little teensy mistake. And then we got over there and the Rickies weren't home. I could have told you that. They were here. Here? Yes, ma'am. They said you invited them for dinner tonight. Oh. That does Now, George. This is getting serious, Liz. Who knows where it could lead? First, you forget little things. Your keys, social engagements. Pretty soon you forget your friends, your family. You forget who you are. They find you wandering in the streets. They take you to a sanitarium. Give you shock treatment. But nothing does any good. And there you are. A shell. A nameless nobody. Thank you, Olivia de Havilland. <laughs> oh. I don't like to forget things, but what can I do about it? You know, I was just thinking. Joe Ridgely down at the office took a course in memory training, and it did wonders for him. Go to a school? I wouldn't think of such a thing. But that's like admitting that you're a... Well, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not that bad. By the way, Mrs. Cooper, what dress did you wear tonight? My blue one. Your blue one? Why, that's still hanging in your room. Huh? Well, it's a good thing they weren't home, so you didn't have to take your coat off. Now, you don't think I forgot to put on my... Wait a minute. Turn the other way while I peek under my coat. Yes! <laughs> What's the name of that school, George? <laughs> There it is, Liz, Dr. Milmoss's memory school. Oh, George, I feel so silly, and I'm a half hour early. I'm sorry, dear, but I'm taking the car, and I have to get to work. All right. Goodbye, honey. Kiss me. Goodbye, dear. Bye. Good morning, Dr. Milmoss. That's right. I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, you're going to be a fine pupil. You can remember your name. Uh, tell me honestly, can you improve a person's memory? Depends on how many buttons you got left. <laughs> now, let me test you and see what condition your mind's in, huh? How old are you? 
25. Yeah. What year were you born in? I'm 25. <laughs> so you've forgotten which year you were born in, huh? No, I've forgotten which year makes me come out 25. <laughs> well, never mind. We're going to try something else now. Try and remember everything that happened since you woke up this morning. All right. Uh, the alarm went off, and George, he's my husband, tried to make me get up, and he tickled my feet, and <laughs> so I jumped up and tickled him, and we started a pillow fight, and then he grabbed me and kissed me on the neck, and I kissed him. That's not what you meant, is it? No, but don't stop now. <laughs> well, I had breakfast, read the paper, and came down here. Uh, don't worry. My system will fix you so you'll never forget a thing again. See, the secret's... It's confidence. Don't be afraid. Think big. Oh, don't worry. I'll be the biggest thinker you ever had. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> it's all done with association of ideas. Each word makes you think of another one. Uh-huh. I'll take your name, Cooper. Uh-huh. First syllable, coo. That's the thinking, the bird. The second syllable's purr. That's what cats do. So I think of a kitten. Oh, that's pretty clever. Bird and a kitten. That's right. Now, I can never forget that your name is Birdie Cats. <laughs> That's a great system. I mean, Cooper, mm-hmm. called yeah. Now, for your first lesson, we'll teach you an important number, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the license number of your car? You certainly asked the right person. You've forgotten it? No, I never knew it in the first place. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. It's written on my driver's license. Let's see. Oh, here it is. 37MW66. Oh, good. Now, what's 37 remind you of? My husband's age. See, I remember because he's five years older than I am. Oh, well, anyway, that's his age. All right, now, and uh, M.W.? M.W. Uh, May West. Good, good. That brings us now to 66, which is the number of the Lincoln Highway. Uh-huh. Uh, see, my husband, May West, and the Lincoln Highway, 37, M.W. 66. Oh, Dr. Milmoss, you're wonderful. Oh, sure, I ain't so much. <laughs> well, that's all for your first lesson now. i got to go out and see a patient on Bundy Drive. Oh, I live on Bundy Drive. Let me take you. My car's right outside. Oh, thank you. <laughs> been looking for your car for ten minutes, Miss Cooper. Can't you remember where you parked? No, but I know my license number. Oh, that's fine. Back down this block once more. I'm sure I parked it here. Oh, my patient's going to be furious. And I was doing so well with her, too. It's an amnesia case, you know. Oh. At the slightest provocation, she'd walk around with her arms in front of her saying, Where am I? <laughs> Did you cure her? Uh, practically. Now she says, Ooh, um. <laughs> Yeah, but anybody can cure that. You see your car yet, Miss Cooper? No, and I can't find my keys either. I'm positive I parked it right here. <gasps> Dr. Milmoss has been stolen. No. Yes. There's only one thing to do. I'll call the police. Well, there's a payphone in that cigar store right there. Oh, thanks. Oh, dear, this is awful. George will claim the whole thing on me. Headquarters, Sergeant Nelson speaking. Hello, this is Mrs. George Cooper. I put a stolen car. Okay, describe the car, please. Uh, well, it's a new Nash. It's a beautiful shade of green. See, my husband bought it because it goes so well with my red hair. I <laughs> Well, send your head in and we'll hold it up against all our green cars. <laughs> in a clash, it's not yours. I don't like your attitude. Yeah, would you care to give me just a teensy-weensy bit more description to go on? Well, it has four wheels and an engine and uh, four doors. 
Oh, we'll find that right away. <laughs> well, what do you want to know? Something important. Does the cigarette lighter work? Yes, but you have to hold it and push it to the right. <laughs> Never mind. And Mrs. Cooper, I'm going to hate myself for this. But do you by any chance know your license number? I certainly do. I memorized it just today. All right. What is your license number? My husband is on the Lincoln Highway, and why don't you come up and see me sometime? <laughs> Never mind the license number. What's your telephone number? No, no, no. My license number is... 37MW66. Now, we'll send out a radio call for your car right away. But you'll have to come down to the station and make out a written report. Oh, do I have to? Yes, it's the law. Besides, I'd like to see what you look like. <laughs> okay, come on, you. Here he is, Sarge. I caught him red-handed driving down Main Street in a Sun Cooper car. Yeah, nice work, Joe. You guys never learn, do you? You can't get away with a hot car in this town. What hot car? I own that car. I'm George Cooper. Ah, you got that name off the registration card. What is this, anyway? Look. Here, here, look in my wallet. That, uh, that ought to prove who I am. Yeah, let's see. Uh-huh. How do you like that, Joe? He stole Cooper's wallet, too. Oh. <laughs> look. All you have to do is call the Second National Bank. I'm vice president. Oh, of course you are. And I'm President Truman. <laughs> and this is Margaret. Tom, <laughs> I'm sure. Now, I'm sorry we didn't know you were coming. We would have fixed up the East Wing voice. <laughs> Now, just a minute. I'm going to call my lawyer and sue you for false arrest. Are you now? Lock him up, Maggie. Okay, Pop. Come on, you. Sergeant Nelson? Yes? I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, well, I have good news for you, Mrs. Cooper. We've recovered your car already, and we've got the crook. Oh, that's wonderful. Now I won't have to go through a scene with George. Well, uh, you intend to prosecute, don't you? I certainly do. Whoever did such a low, mean trick should get the hot seat. What kind of a man is it? Oh, the usual criminal type. Shifty eyes, weak chin, sloping forehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Joe, bring in that car thief, will you? Okay, Chief. Oh, he sounds awful. I'm kind of frightened. No, don't worry. We got the handcuffs on him. Okay. Here he is, Sarge. <gasps> Liz, what's going on? What's the meaning of this? You know her? Mrs. Cooper, just what is going on here? Well, Mrs. Cooper... Liz has had George arrested as a car thief by mistake, and to cover up her embarrassment has feigned amnesia. Well, George has convinced the police who he is, but they're having trouble trying to snap Liz out of it. Where am I? Liz, darling, don't you recognize your own husband? Are you speaking to me, mister? Mister? Oh, Liz, look at me. That's it. Now, now I want to ask you a question. Who am I? Don't you know who you are, either? <laughs> Certainly I know who I am. Then what are you asking me for? Oh, 
Yeah, let me try to snap her out of it. I know all about this mental stuff. I read the medical page of Time magazine. <laughs> She's suffering from magnesia. <laughs> Amnesia. Well, see what you can do. Okay. Now, look, Mrs. Cooper. Try and remember. You're married. I am? Yes. And you have a wonderful husband. I do? He loves you very much. He does? And you're both very happy. We are? Yes. He's here now. There's been some trouble, but everything's all right, and he wants to take you home. Oh. Don't you recognize him? Oh, yes, of course. My wonderful husband, Kitney. <laughs> hey, not him, me. Now, stop that. You keep out of there. <laughs> That's a big idea. Come here, Liz. Let me kiss you. That ought to, ought to make you remember who you are. All right. Mm-hmm. Now do you know who you are? No, but whoever I am, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, well, I'll buzz for the police psychiatrist. Oh, poor Liz. Now try to remember, Liz. If you'll just snap out of it, I'll forgive you anything you've ever done. You will? I mean, I mean, the clouds are beginning to go away. The sky is clearing. It's real pretty out. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Now tell me why you had me arrested for stealing my own car. Here comes the smog again. Where am I? <laughs> yeah, you better leave it to the psychiatrist, Mr. Cooper. She's in a bad way. Somebody ring for Dr. Grimley? <laughs> uh, yes, doctor. Come in, please. Okay, which one of you characters snapped your twitch? <laughs> Who you got for me this time, Sergeant? I have a lady, Doctor. <laughs> oh, she looks like a good one. Come over here, dear. Now, now, wait a minute. Let's talk this over. She's got amnesia. Can't remember who you are, huh? Uh, no. Roll up your sleeve, dear. Why? I'm going to give you a little shot of a new medicine. Oh, what'll it do to me? I don't know. I never give it before. <laughs> Hello, George. Hi, Sergeant. I'm George. George, let's go home. Goodbye, Doctor. Hey, come back here. Liz! Liz! Well, don't walk so fast, George. Are you mad, George? You're not angry at me, are you, George? No, I'm delighted. I'm sorry. I thought if you thought I had amnesia, you wouldn't be mad at me. And I can't stand to have you mad at me, George, because I love you so much. Now, now, that's not going to get you anyplace. Tell me you still love me, George. I love you. Kiss me. Not here on the street. Right here. Now, you kiss me, George. I want the whole world to know you love me. Now, Liz. Come here. Mm. <laughs> Where am I? Oh, that's better. We're pals again, huh, George? Uh, okay. Not enough to get out of here. Now, the sooner the better. Where's the car? Uh, I parked it right on the corner. I don't see it. That's funny. It's not there. Oh, now, George, don't joke with me. I'm not. I, I remember distinctly. The, the cop followed me here, and I parked it right on this corner and went into the station. George, does that mean... No, that... it, it's got to be here someplace. Did you make the last payment to the finance company? No, of course. Oh, Georgia really has been stolen this time. I'm afraid you're right. It, 
You realize what this means, Liz? Someone has to go tell Sergeant Nelson. Uh-oh. Yeah. Someone does, all right. I guess one of us has to march right back in there and tell him. I guess one of us does. Uh, well, well, one of us is in there telling him I'll watch out for the crook. Oh, no. <laughs> George, it was your fault. You were the last one to have the car. Yeah, but you started the whole thing. If you hadn't had me arrested, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had to be here where it was stolen. Oh, but George... It's... Well, look at it this way. If I go in, they'll think I'm crazy. Now, you haven't got anything to lose. <laughs> you bump me into it. I'll be right back. Hey, Joe. Yes, Sarge. I've been thinking about that couple who call themselves Cooper. You remember a circular on a couple of car thieves called Red Top Rosie and her accomplice Willie the Weasel? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to report a car stolen, and when the police picked it up, they claim it with false credentials. You think it was them? Well, it could be. Look them up in the files, will you? Okay, Chief. Uh, pardon me, Sergeant. I want to report a stolen car. Uh, yes, madam. What was the you <laughs> again? Yes, hello. It's okay, Chief. I got it covered. Good work. Put down that gun. What is this? The jig is up, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie who? Don't try to deny it. You're Red Top Rosie. And the guy you're working with is Willie the Weasel. Oh, that's ridiculous. You've got the wrong people. Then who are you? You really want to know? Yeah. He's Cooper the Snooper and I'm Lizzie the Louse. <laughs> uh, you're pretty smart, aren't you? Wait a minute. What do you want, Doc? Call it, turn her over to me, will you, Sarge? Uh-oh. Snake Pit. Snake Pit is back again. <laughs> I can make a talk. Okay, Doc, go ahead. Get those files out, Joe. Okay, Sarge. Come here, Miss Cooper. You stay away from me with that needle. Go and nip something. No, I'm not going to use no needle. I'm going to hypnotize you. And just relax. Oh, this is ridiculous. Relax. You are under me power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Your will is given into mine. I am the master. You are a servant. Slowly you are going to sleep. Sleep. You understand? Yes, Master. Oh, what happened to him? The weakest mind went first. Come on, snap out of it, Sarge. Here, here, here. Grab her, grab her. It's Red Top Rose. No, no, it's all right, Sarge. I want you the last time you watch me hypnotize. Did I do it again? Yeah. But you didn't make me do anything silly, did you? Yes, he did, Sergeant. You did a wonderful strip tease. Oh, no! <laughs> now, of course you didn't, Sarge. All right, all right. I'll try another tack on you, sister. Weight association. That'll tell me everything I want to know about you. Must we go through more of this? Yes, we must. You're in a bad spot, understand? Relax. You are under my power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Yes, master. And now cut that out, will you? <laughs> so what he says. 
No, it's very simple, Miss Cooper. Whatever word I say, you say the first thing that comes into your mind. If I say cheese, you say crackers. Follow? I say crackers. Fine. Now, don't think. Answer as fast as you can. Cheese. Crackers. Animal. Crackers. Nut. Crackers. Auto. Crackers. No. Crackers. Stop. Crackers. Please. Crackers. Shut up. Crackers. Well, what'd you learn from that, Doc? <laughs> Miss Cooper, you are not supposed to repeat the same way. You change it each time, and I tell from your answer what you're really thinking. Oh, well, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Cheese. Crackers. Dog. Cat. Auto. George. Aha, uh-huh, police. Robert. Aha, uh-huh, Robert. Police. George. Auto. Cat. Dog. Crackers. Cheese. Well, this is where I came in. So long, kid. No way. Who's doing what to who? I've had enough of this thing. She's Red Top Rosie, all right? Lock her up. Wait a minute, Sarge. Here's the poster. She ain't Red Top Rosie. Rosie's been in jail for two years. Oh, that's too bad. All right, you get out of here. All right, but you better find my car. I'm so anxious to see the last of you. I'll go out and help look for it myself. other policemen came in with a poster and they let me go. <laughs> what do you think of that, Willie the Weasel? <laughs> I wondered what took you so long. Oh, the scrapes you can get into. Oh, I'll be happy to get into my bed. I didn't realize it was such a long walk home. George, look. What? There, our car. Are you sure? Positive. Look at the license number, 37MW66. Well, I'll be done. Come on, get in. We'll drive it home. Okay. Oh, no wonder they left it here. Out of gas. Hmm. George, it's the police. Okay, you. Where do you think you're going with that stolen... (laughs) Well, what do you got to say this time? Where am I? You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Danning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie the Maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Lucille Ball will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband next week. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the Gay Family Series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L. 
set up for Curtis Plastics. Uh-huh. If Mr. Atterbury can snag this plastic account, we'll catch all the other banks in town unaware. Uh-huh. Well, listen to me, Liz. You didn't hear a word I said. I did, too. Well, what did I say? Mr. Atterbury snagged the elastic in his underwear. <laughs> no. He snagged it on Mr. Curtis's corporation. No. If I do a good job on this corporation setup, Mr. Atterbury can get Mr. Curtis to switch his plastic account to our bank. Ooh. <laughs> now do you understand? Yes. But what were they doing in their underwear? <laughs> I will take the trouble of explaining once more, Liz. Don't enunciate at me, George Cooper. <laughs> Too bad you can't listen when I'm telling you something that might affect your whole future. Well, I'm writing something that might affect my whole future. What? New Year's resolution. Oh, my gosh, it is? Yes. Let's hear it. All right. Number one, I promise to stop smoking cigars. <laughs> Since when have you smoked cigars? Oh, these aren't my resolutions. They're yours. <laughs> uh, this should be interesting. Go ahead. Number one, I promise to stop smoking cigars. Mm. Number two, after I break number one, I will not drop ashes on the living room floor. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Number three, after I break number two, I will clean the ashes off myself. Right, all right. <laughs> number four, I will not read the morning paper at the breakfast table. Well. Number five, I will let Liz open charge accounts at every store in town. Sign here, George. Uh, <laughs> not so fast. You can just scratch out one of those resolutions. Uh, I knew I couldn't get away with it. Okay, George, you can read the paper at the breakfast table. Sign here. Just a minute. Let's uh, let's hear the re resolutions that you're making. Well, you know, it's a funny thing, George. What is it? I couldn't think of a single thing for me. Amazing. How about I, Liz Cooper, will keep within my budget this year? Oh, that's stale resolution. Mm. And how about I, Liz Cooper, will not hang my stockings in the bathroom this year? Oh, they're not in your way. Not much. Every time I go into the bathroom, I feel like I'm being attacked by a nylon octopus. <laughs> well, I have a resolution that'll solve that problem. What? I, George Cooper, will not go into the bathroom this year. I wonder if they let me keep my toothbrush down at the gas station. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, yeah? Well, you have to come and get me, you dirty rat. I'll never give you the jewels. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare. You're afraid to pull that trigger. You're yellow. Oh, you got me. Now, what were you saying, George? 
lost your mind? Who was that? Dick Tracy. What? <laughs> oh, well, you know him as little Tommy Wood from next door. He got a Dick Tracy outfit for Christmas, and we've been playing cops and robbers ever since. Isn't that game a little advanced for you? <laughs> now, George, Tommy's lonesome. He doesn't have anybody to play with. Nobody to play with? No. He's got five brothers and five sisters. Well, that's just it. See, he's the smallest boy. He doesn't fit in the group. His sisters won't play Dick Tracy, and his brothers always make him be Tess Trueheart. <laughs> you mean Tess Tracy. He got married. My goodness. You mean I've been playing around with a married man? Well, look, if he calls again, die a little more quietly, will you? I have work to do. Oh, don't worry. He won't call anymore. Good. He's coming over. Oh, no. Well, he just wants to show me something. Oh, but, Liz, I have work to do. Well, go ahead. We won't bother you. There's Tracy now. Well, I'll take my work into the den. And if you're real quiet, I'll buy you a cat pistol all your own. Oh, ginger peachy. Hello, Dick Tracy. I got you covered, prune face. You missed me. Come on in. <laughs> hey, look what I got. A fingerprint outfit, a badge, a gap, and some bracelets. Hey, now, they look like real handcuffs. They are. And it's a real fingerprint outfit, too. I've taken a lot of prints with it. Tommy, is it true that no two people in the whole world have the same fingerprint? Nah, that's a lot of bunk. I already found three people who have exactly the same fingerprint. Who? My daddy, Santa Claus, and the crook who broke up my piggy bank. <laughs> well, you certainly exploded that theory, Tommy. I'm Dick Tracy again. Bang, bang! Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Give me a chance to hide. Okay, I'll give you ten. One, two, three, five, seven, ten. Here I come, ready or not. I see you, boom face. Come on with your hands up. You'll never get me, Dick Tracy. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> bang, bang. Oh, you got me. <laughs> hey, where's the ink, Liz? This fountain pen is empty. Got that rod. Huh? <laughs> bang, bang. I got you, mister. Liz, what are you doing on the floor? I'm dead. <laughs> Liz, will you answer me? Hold down, George. You're dead, too. No, he's not. I just winged him. Oh. Now I'm taking you both prisoner. Hold out your right hand, you. Quiet. Liz, where is that ink? Come on, let me put the bracelets on you. I'm dizzy. Let's pass my bedtime. <laughs> go ahead, George. It'll only be a minute. He has to go right home. Oh, Liz. There. And now your left hand, prune face. Okay, here. There. That washes up this case. Well, I have to go home now. Good night. <laughs> Good night, Dick. Oh, uh, honey, wait a minute. You forgot the handcuffs. Oh, yeah, the bracelet. Yes, get out your key and unlock us. Well, what are you waiting for, Tommy? I don't have a key. What do you mean you don't have a key? Liz, I told you some crazy fool now thing like that. calm, George. Oh. Tommy, Tommy, didn't a key come with a set? Yeah. Well, where is it? It's right here in the box. Now, see, George, you just have to be calm. But those aren't the handcuffs that came with the set. What? <laughs> Look at the ones that Daddy had in the attic. Well, goodbye, George. <gasps> oh, I almost pulled my arm out of the socket. Yes, we're handcuffed. Remember? <laughs> Boy, did her head snap. <laughs> you little 
monster. Why didn't you tell us there wasn't any key to these handcuffs? You didn't ask me. Why, you little... Now, wait a minute. I'll just phone Mr. Wood and have him bring the key over. Well, what are you waiting for? Will you join me at the phone? I can't seem to make a move without you. Oh, no. Come on. Now, you hold and I'll dial. Well, hurry up. Now, just relax. We'll be out of these before... Hello, Mr. Wood. This is Mrs. Cooper. You know those handcuffs you gave Tommy? Well, we were playing, and he put them on George and me. And, uh, could you bring the key over and unlock them? Ooh. Well? George, at our wedding, when the preacher said, Till death do us part, he wasn't kidding. Well, you might say that Liz and George have become attached to each other. Wonder how they'll manage when it's time to eat. I wouldn't want either one of them to miss out on Jell-O, especially if Katie serves this harlequin compote for dessert. It's swell, made with sunshiny, fruit-rich lemon Jell-O. Just dissolve lemon Jell-O in two cups of hot water and fruit juices. When slightly thickened, fold in one and a half cups of diced canned fruits and a quarter cup of chopped maraschino cherries. Turn into a loaf pan and sprinkle with shredded coconut. It's a perfect holiday treat. Sparkling lemon jello, gay with colorful fruits. All six delicious jello flavors are rich with wonderful locked in goodness. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. So look for those big red letters on the box. They spell jello, a registered trademark of General Foods Corporation. J E L L O. And now back to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. Liz and George have been real buddy-buddy since little Tommy Woods inadvertently handcuffed them together several hours ago. Right now, we find them frantically trying to get the darn things off. Ouch! Oh, sorry, the file slipped. Am I getting any place, Liz? Well, you're not doing much to the handcuffs, but you've got one of my fingers filed almost through. <laughs> oh, great. Are you sure you called every locksmith in the book? Yes, and not one of them was in his office. I don't understand. It's only midnight. Oh, handcuffed. Oh, Liz, how do you get me mixed up in ridiculous scrapes like this? It isn't easy. So now there must be some way out of this. I know. I know we can call the police. Come on, back to the phone. Oh, no, 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 we can't do that. Not the police. Why not? They can... George, is there something about your past you haven't told me? Oh, now, Liz... Have you been up the river? Now, cut it out. (laughs) Tell me all, George. I won't... Wheel to the bulls. Look, if we call the police, our pictures will be in all the papers. Oh, I can see the headline now. Dick Tracy captures Mr. and Mrs. George Pruneface. <laughs> well, what's the difference? Oh, nothing. Just my job, that's all. This fellow Curtis is the most conservative businessman in town. One line of bad publicity and we won't see a penny of his money. Well, then, let's face it, George. We can't get a locksmith until tomorrow morning, so we might just as well take off our clothes and go to bed. Yeah, and how are we going to get our clothes off? Huh? Well, we'll just have to stay dressed all night. Why, that's ridiculous. Here, here, I'll show you. Take your coat off left arm. Okay. There now, see? You get it down your right arm, and then up my left arm, and... (laughs) Well... 
there's no way for me to crawl through the sleeve, is there? <laughs> no. Well, we'll have to undress with the scissors. Oh, now, don't be silly. We will just sleep with our clothes on. Oh, well, don't be so grumpy. It could be worse. How? Well, suppose we weren't married. <laughs> We'd have to sleep in separate rooms and slide our arms under the door. That would be worse. No, it wouldn't. After the locksmith cut us loose, I'd be a bachelor. Well. Well, come on. We, we can at least try to get some sleep. George, hmm. can I ask you a little favor? What? Don't turn over quick during the night. You're liable to flip me right out the window. <laughs> be late to meet Atterbury. Why have you got all your clothes on? No. Oh, oh, don't jump out of bed, George. We're still... Oh! Oh, sorry, honey. I forgot we were handcuffed. Are you hurt? No, my elbow always bends back like this. <laughs> this is no time for jokes. There's the phone, George. I'll get it. If you'll step this way. Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello, Liz. This is Mr. Atterbury. Oh, Mr. Atterbury. Oh, you'll never believe what oh, happened don't, to... Don't tell him, Liz. Are you crazy? Hello? Mm-hmm. Let me speak to George boy, Liz girl. <laughs> oh, George? Oh, he's around here someplace. I'll call him. George! <laughs> what did you do that for, Liz? You said you didn't want him to know we were locked together. No, it's a good idea. Be right there, Liz! Oh. <laughs> now, hello? Where are you, George boy? I'm waiting. Well, uh, is it all right if I'm a little late? Late? This is the most important deal of the year. Tell him you're sick. Yeah, well, I know, sir, but Tell you him see... you're sick, honey. What's the matter with you, George? Well, I'm sick, honey. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm really sick. Uh, I- I've got to have a little wart removed. Now, just a minute. <laughs> He's too sick to talk, Mr. Atterbury. He'll be down there as soon as we get a locksmith. Locksmith? I mean the doctor. He's got lockjaw. Ha <laughs> ha. You get him down here by 10 o'clock, locked or unlocked, or he's fired. Goodbye. Oh, don't worry, George. We'll get you there. I'll call the locksmith. You go and shave. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We'll phone first and then we'll shave. <laughs> Liz. What do you suppose is keeping that locksmith? I don't know, George. He said he was leaving right away. I wish he'd hurry. I've got an appointment at the beauty parlor in 20 minutes. Beauty parlor? I'm liable to lose my job and you're worried about a shampoo. I'm not going for a shampoo. It's much more important than that. Well, forget it. Let's get out of these handcuffs. You can stem the black tide later. Helene! <laughs> you don't have to put it so crudely. I prefer to think of it as bringing out the natural auburn highlight. Well, let's just call it Operation Henna. Oh, that must be Mr. Hussey, the locksmith. Oh, finally. You're the folks who's called for a locksmith? Yes. Yes, where have you been? Well, I got here as fast as I could. Had a little trouble. I locked my keys in my car. (laughs) 
Oh, let's go, Liz. Mr. Atterbury is furious. What about the locksmith? All the heck with him. What about my hair? Well, I'll I... have to wash the dye out. Well, now, we don't have time. Now, come on. Oh, good heavens, what'll happen to my head, Sally? Uh-huh. Well, it depends on how soon you get back. It'll either be orange, red, cerise, or bald. Oh. Oh, come on. We'll go on the side door. Oh, I hope we're not too late. George, there you are, you idiot. Where have you been? Oh, it's my fault, Mr. Atterbury. What are you doing here, Liz? You might not believe this, but look... Handcuffs. Well, I'll explain later, Mr. Atterbury. Uh, can't we tell Mr. Curtis Liz is my secretary? No, no, this is highly confidential. He wouldn't stand for having anyone else around. Uh, we'll have to hide, Liz. Yeah, but, but how? Well, uh... You can put a shade on my head and pretend I'm a floor lamp. Oh. <laughs> I could stretch out and open my mouth like a bearskin rug. That'll do, Liz. I know, I know. Come into your office. Now then, Liz... Get behind the sofa. Ah, oh, now, wait a minute. Hurry, hurry, hurry. George, you sit there with your arm draped nonchalantly over the back. Mm, okay. Curtis won't be able to see Liz or the handcuffs. But it's all dusty back here. Well, you duck down and keep quiet. I'll go get Mr. Curtis. Uh, 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 uh. I'm going to sneeze. Well, sneeze and get it over with before they get here. Uh, uh, I can't. <laughs> now, 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 here they come. Uh, uh, right in here, Mr. Curtis. Uh, this is our Mr. Cooper. Howdy, Mr. Cooper. Uh, <laughs> pardon my left hand. Certainly. He's uh, left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's all sit here on the sofa and George can go over the figures for us. All right. Well, Mr. Curtis, <clears throat> this is the way I figure. Hush! Gesundheit. 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 Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> Both of you? <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> hey, speaking of sneezing, have you ever heard the story about the fan dancer with the cold? Uh, well, now, uh, it's a little spicy. A little spicy, but since we're all men here, I guess I can tell it. Well, uh, 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 just a minute. Seems there was this fan dancer, and one night, right in the middle of her dance, she sneezed. Uh, oh, wait, Mr. Curtis, uh, don't tell it. But it's a Darby do. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, so have I. I haven't. Come on out, Liz. Well? Uh, young lady, what's going on here? Oh, there you are. I've been looking all over town for you two. Uh, yeah, I got the key. Now, let me see them handcuffs. Handcuffs? Uh, well, there you are. Free again. Oh, that feels better. Yeah, well, I've got a rush now. I'm off on the hunting trip at last. See you when I get back. Bye. <laughs> Get me my hat, Atterbury. Now, no, Mr. Curtis, we can explain this whole thing. There's no explaining necessary. Hiding women behind sofas. Vice President handcuffed. Some bank. Well, you might at least give us a chance to explain. What's there to explain? Two grown people who get themselves handcuffed together must be a couple of morons. But that's just...
just it, Mr. Curtis. It wasn't our fault. It was the little boy who did it. It could happen to you, too. Never. Well, don't be so sure. Suppose you were George and little Tommy Wood put one handcuff on your wrist like this. And the other one on mine like this. And it wasn't until then that you discovered there wasn't any peace. Oh, oh, what have you done? She's handcuffed herself to Mr. Curtis. That's what she's done. Well, at least I'll find out what happened to that fan dancer. What gives tonight? Bob, it's almost New Year's Eve. So you'll be old man time and I'll be little baby 1950. A little, little baby music, Wilbur. I'm old father time getting ready to push 1949 into the past. Oh, here comes the little new year now. Jello, everybody. Jello, 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 jello. Here, why are you saying jello? What? Why are you saying jello? Can't sell anything, saying goo. That's true. Say, uh, 21950. Oh, you wait till I look to my price tag. <laughs> yep, I'm 1950. And I'm worried, Pop. Why, child? I just got my first look at this world I'm coming into. Well, child, there may be some things wrong, but they're working them out. Ah. They have wonderful new inventions. Ah. And they have jello. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what am I saying? Oh, jello is wonderful. Yes, jello comes in six delicious flavors. Comes in strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. And cherry. I said that. I know, but I left it out last week. <laughs> and that flavor makes you think of the real ripe fruit itself. It's locked in until your first delectable spoonful. So look for the big red letters on the box. Oh, I will, I will. You know I will. <laughs> and, child, you know what they spell, don't you? Uh-huh. They spell, uh, uh, uh... You know they spell Jell-O, don't you? Uh-huh. And Jell-O... Jell-O spells a treat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Bob, get out of my way. I'm in. Happy New Year, everybody! favorite husband starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball and My Favorite Husband again next week presented by J-E-L-L Oh, the big red letters stand for Jell-O family Oh, the big red letters stand for Oh, it's Lock Cat.
7-Eleven is the syrup with that delicious Northwoods maple flavor. It's America's most popular quality table syrup. Enjoy it on waffles or pancakes for Sunday night suppers as well as at breakfast. It's Log Cabin Syrup for mine, 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 mine. Listen to the seal ball in My Favorite Husband again next week. This is CBS for Columbia Broadcasting. Cecile Ball and Mr. Richard Denning in the CBS comedy show, My Favorite Husband. I hope you guys have enjoyed their performance on the show for this evening. Please join me tomorrow night as we bring the queen of suspense herself, Miss Agnes Morgan, to chill our spines. And then join me this coming Tuesday night, guys, as I bring back to the show Miss Mercedes McCambridge and then stay tuned for April the 1st as I bring an April Fool's show to you guys and join me in the coming weeks as I bring such stars as Joseph Cotton Ozzy and Harriet Nelson John Lund Fiddler McGee and Molly and many others and if you like the show please comment and subscribe guys and enjoy the show thanks and guys also I just wanted to let you know that each time you listen to the show and you hear the sponsor when I get enough sponsorship I'm gonna start putting donations in for the Salvation Army, but hopefully that will come at a later time, and once again guys, thanks for all the support, have a great night, and always remember to enjoy the show, thanks.